Everybody and welcome to episode eighty-nine of Middle of the Road the podcast. This week we are flashing back to nineteen ninety-nine to discuss a Lauren's pick for flashbacks, The Mummy. This was a big budget attempt to reboot the Universal Monster Canon, and I'm going to let Lauren tell us why she picked it and. If she thinks it still holds up. Yeah, I think it was back when we watched, um, what was it, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Mm-hmm. I said that like a lot of people had Indiana Jones growing up, and I had the mummy. <laughs> and uh, it's like, I didn't actually own this. Yeah, we'll get to that. I didn't actually own this movie, but one of my best friends at the time did. So it was like, whenever I went to her house, I either wanted to watch this play Cruisin' USA with her rumble pack for the N64, <laughs> or uh, play... She had a game that was like Mist, but I don't... I wish I could... I wish I knew what it was called, because I loved it so much, but I never owned it either. But it was so much fun, but whatever. Have you, ever, have you played The Witness yet, by the way? No, I need to. You should. But yeah, like, I always loved this movie. It creeped me out to no extent. Like, when I was little, I was afraid of E.T. I was afraid of Compies from Jurassic World. And I was... Or not Jurassic World. Jurassic... Lost um, World. Lost World, Jurassic Park. And then, uh, and then what are they called? Oh my god, scarabs. It's like they scared the crap out of me when I saw this movie when I was little. <laughs> but I loved it so much. It was like, this was kind of my first tiptoe into horror, in a sense. Like, it's action. More so now, it wouldn't call it horror, but some people might. But for a child, it was. And I don't know, I just loved it so much. And I mean, it's, it's definitely got horror elements. For yeah, sure. for sure. And gets, a guy gets his tongue and eyes ripped yes, out. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> and then they proceed to have comedic moments built around his death. But <laughs> Yeah, you know, this movie, it knows what it is, and it doesn't try to be anything more than that. And honestly, like when I was look, I still love it. I was surprised to see that its Metascore was 48, but then I was not at all surprised. I should be surprised. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised, but I was surprised when I saw how much Zach hates this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at Letterboxd before we came on the podcast. I it's took like, oh, it, Zach. <laughs> I took it down to, I was higher yeah, it was on it. three. It and was my previous three, score was higher. Yeah. Yeah. What was it previously? Three. Three, I think. Oh, man. What happened to you? I'll just say I still love it. I want to hear what you have to say now. <laughs> I mean, part of it, it just, like, just never stopped. There was so much going on, but there seemed to be little point to it all like which i can appreciate which i feel like i do usually appreciate is like the gusto to go for it but i don't know if it was just a little too repetitive for me Mm -hmm. like there's just lots of shooting into cgi creatures throughout this movie and like part of me was also wondering why did they have to go back to cairo just to come back to the same place and they didn't know they were gonna have to i know but (laughs) but it introduces all these characters as like cannon fodder which is fine but then they only give the couple of them, like, how, how many people get out of this alive? Four people? Yeah. 
and the definitely the dude who was the secret society dude definitely they were like oh if we make a sequel this guy needs to be in it so he magically got out at the end right that had to um the guy in all black yeah that had to be a last minute decision like since he magically appears at the end of the movie anyways the i don't know like i I, it felt long and repetitive and for as much as i like rachel weiss and brendan fraser's charming and having a good time i don't know it just it just kept dry i I don't know i wasn't having fun watching it this time his name is uh oded fair yeah he's good i like him I would say the main thing that I did not enjoy was just, you know, very much in tune with all the movies of this time. It was like a lot of sexual assault on Rachel Weisz's <laughs> character. <laughs> Which, oh, and speaking of Rachel Weisz, I think this was the first movie I ever saw it, and I've loved her ever since. So, <laughs> Yes, she is great. Yeah. And I really like Brendan Fraser. Yeah, he, they're both good in it. I, I, I just, they're so charming. I just feel like there's no rhyme or reason or creative craft to the mayhem that's happening it just it feels excessive for the sake of being excessive and not clever and using all these opportunities to i don't know it's just like they run by everything and something blows up and i don't know i just i just I couldn't mean, get into like it it sounds like you're describing an action movie to me <laughs> yeah but there's okay so i just watched so i've been watching ben and i are going to talk about Edgar Wright's movies in the decade. Mm-hmm. And that is a guy who, like, every action scene has weight and purpose, and every single shot and move feels deliberate. And I get we're comparing, I'm comparing him to one of the best filmmakers working today, but it, it just, I maybe it just feels in stark contrast to the, the action choreography of Wright versus Summers, who just, <laughs> just doesn't have. I mean, it, and it's not to say there aren't interesting moments here and there, but they were. I found them few and far between. And yeah, I'm just looking through some of the other things he's been a part of. It's like, oh no, Ben loves Van Helsing. <laughs> I know. I was just gonna say oh, that's one. GI Joe: The Rise of Cobra. Odd Thomas. Odd Thomas was a movie that I really wanted to enjoy, but I just didn't like it. Yeah, I'm in the same boat on that one. Um, I. Uh, a question for you, Zach. Like, what do you think about the the Pirates of the Caribbean? See, that is that's a better that's a filmmaker with a vision that. But to me, like that action feels kind of the same. Like it's fun. It's you know, bombastic. It's just crazy. You know. Gore Verbinski is a superior director, and uh, I'm not. I'm not disputing that. I'm and just, I, like, I, mean, I think the action has... is very similar to me. I feel like it's more plotted out and crafted better. Like there's, there, there's just, for lack of a better word, there's a vision to what's going on where this felt like, let's throw everything at the screen and see if something sticks. And then they decided to just leave it all in there and not even bother to see what actually did stick. Throw everything at the screen like a mummy head. <laughs> like, there was that one moment in this movie where it's like, oh, this movie, they, it wanted 3D so bad right then. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I didn't really hold this against the movie per se, but it really feels really ugly at times. And just like the budget for the CGI wasn't quite there, and the CGI itself I mean, it wasn't quite the there. 90s, yeah. I, I understand. Yeah, it's but, 20 years old. Yeah, like... but Phantom Menace doesn't look as bad as this movie. And granted, Phantom Menace had every had the money behind it to make it, uh, and a, a visionary director as well. Who, but 
I mean, the, the contrast between the CGI, it, it just wasn't quite there yet. I remember the second one looking better, but I also remember seeing the second movie in the theaters and thinking it was objectively bad as well. Yeah, I I don't remember a lot of it. I remember not liking it. I remember a all, small though. character, like, I feel like running across a bridge with dynamite and blowing up. That's what I remember. And I feel like there were mummified, like, monkeys or something. Yeah, that's what it was. And they had dynamite <laughs> and they blew up. And the rock... And oh yeah, the rock and is a in really that one, bad isn't he? CGI squirk. Yeah, yeah, he was in it for like two minutes, then they plastered his head on like one of the most yeah hideous CGI monsters but of all hey, time. He got his own movie out of it. Although I did enjoy that movie, I did like the second. I one. never saw that one. I've only seen the Mummy and the Mummy Returns. I have not seen the rest of the movies. Yeah, I haven't seen the third one. Series. No, no, I'm saying no, he's I've saying enjoyed, he enjoyed I... Returns, is what he's saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dragon Emperor is, eh, I mean. If you like the first two, it's just worth watching to, you know, finish out the series. Rachel Weisz isn't in it, though. Maria Bello replaces her. She Does she play the same character? Yeah. So a bit of that chemistry is lost. Uh, but Jet Li is the mummy, which is kind of cool. I do a different, like... A different mummy. I was going to say. To be, to be clear. <laughs> I do like Arnold Vosloo, who plays the mummy in both those movies. I think he does a lot with a part where he doesn't get to talk and... Mm-hmm. Actually, but really he's still enjoyed. Menacing. Yeah. I think the prologue might be my favorite part of the movie. I think it does a real you good just job. Because like there's like a half naked woman who is Marta in Arrested Development, and she was super hot on that too. I found <laughs> nice. that an interesting development. Which wait, which one was Marta? The girlfriend the... that they b- both Joe yeah! and Michael are both. Yeah, that was her. You're right. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. That's awesome. Oh. But I don't know the the the, the beginning outside that big panning. she was in the curse of la llorona or yeah la oh my god la llorona there you go she's still doing stuff you go oxuna moon <laughs> besides the <laughs> the wide shot that the, the again bad cgi wide shot of ancient egypt i thought the sets and stuff were really cool in the beginning and felt big and impressive and then i don't know it feels very tight and confined once you they jump to the current day setting of the movie running around the crypts it's like the same four tunnels it feels like so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean a part of me was they do an okay job of giving rachel vice some agency most of the time but I, especially for 20 years ago standards there's a little bit of like oh she's I guess she's just gonna be chained to this thing for a while now. <laughs> yeah i mean they did call her a damsel in distress in the movie <laughs> yeah and, yeah. Which is again, I'm not gonna hold I'm not didn't hold that against the movie, but they fixed that. Yeah. They fixed that in the second one. Just saying. That's yeah. good. She, I will also say that watching this movie last night, I didn't realize that one of my fears actually came from this movie until watching it again. But I was always joking that if a zombie apocalypse ever happens, I'm going to die because eventually I'm gonna run out of contact solution and like have to replace them anyway i won't be able to get any more from the eye doctor so i'll have to rely on my glasses which eventually will get knocked off my face and broken in like guy, some hubbub with zombies and then the zombies are gonna get me because i won't be able to see where i'm going that guy how did he die so easy? he like had no and was it supposed to be darker than it? i don't know he, he seemed to be really about? struggling when he lost his glasses <laughs> you know he's got he shitty see, man and it was scary <laughs> I get it. I I ran into a chair once when I went to the bathroom late at night because I was too lazy to put on my glasses and I broke my toe. So Ooh. stuff happens when it's dark <laughs> and you don't have your glasses. Yeah, Lauren broke her toe. This guy lost, lost a pet, parts like, of his face. Lost organs. 
It's basically the same thing. My toenails have never recovered. <laughs> Were the boiled people at the end, zombie-like people at the end, like not going to come back to being their regular human self? I was a little yeah, confused by that. that. Like, as they started murdering all those people, I was like, these are just mind-controlled regular old people. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think it was kill a few to save, you know, everyone. Yeah. Okay. I mean... <laughs> boils man <laughs> i'd assume they were all like cured when they killed Imatep i mean was it was it like a leprosy thing maybe like maybe they didn't survive long enough to be cured well i thought they were maybe gonna come just people brought back from the dead or something but that didn't seem to be what they went with there were people brought back from the dead not the people just, in the city just in the temple yeah <laughs> i forgot like just kind of like this to me it's like they don't make movies like this anymore just that are like kind of that swashbuckling adventure and fun like i mean i well they did and we hated it <laughs> kingdom of the crystal skull well speak for yourself well yeah i was gonna say two of us hated it well i mean okay to be fair i i, don't, I wouldn't put this in the same camp i think i mean i think the first three yes but i i, I don't know what i would qualify indie for as but I just, I don't know. I, because we talked about this, I think, when we talked about um, Mask of Zorro as well. Yeah. Because it's like the last, the last real kind of like action adventure of this kind of caliber or like that style was the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And now we haven't, I mean, unless, what, would you guys put Lone Ranger in this category? Yeah, yes. I, I haven't, I haven't seen that, but. Yeah, I don't think I saw don't that one either. the Lone Ranger. Or Rabinsky. You guys are crazy. Um, Johnny Depp. He's fine. Playing, playing a Native American. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would see it for Army Hammer, but Johnny Depp puts it in the negative for me. It was one of those, like, yeah, maybe, but then I saw, like, no one I know except you liked it, and I'm like... Mm. It is a 37 Metascore. Well, it's a good movie. It's also, like, two hours or longer, or something like that, if I remember. It I was just is... like, I don't where does it say two and a half hours yeah that's too long for like a for an action adventure at least it's got one of the best set pieces of the decade in it so just we'll look that up on youtube i sent you all that scene from battleship i didn't expect everyone to watch it again. i did actually watch it because like this you were like trying or you said one of the lines was that great and it was at the end and i was like that wasn't the best oh i loved that <laughs> I would say the Fast and Furious is filling the swashbuckling over the top. Oh, yeah, uh, that's a good point. Yeah. I keep referring to the new movie as Calvin and Hobbes just because I can <laughs> never remember the names. It's like, what, Hobbes and Shaw? Is that what it is? I think you could I argue really the last couple that. Mission Impossible movies, too, are kind that's of... That's true. Those are pretty fun. Just a little like bit, but I mean... Big, much bigger set pieces. <laughs> well, it was funny. Like, I was thinking about, like, you know... You know, swashbuckling, one thing I always think of is like, you know, someone cuts a rope and they ride something up really high. And I was <laughs> yes. thinking about it, and then like two seconds later, Brendan Fraser did it. I was like, oh my god, this is a swashbuckler. This is so good! Speaking of just riding things up, like, I was reading the trivia earlier, and like, the movie that got him this one was George of the Jungle. And that just made me I laugh heard. so much. Because <laughs> it was making so much money. <laughs> I love, that was another movie that I loved when I was little, that I'm assuming that one definitely doesn't hold up. But it does have Leslie Bibb in it. So who And knows? Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah, that's true. And Weird Al Yankovic does the theme, so. You know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, I would love to have more. This genre be something that we got more of. But 
I mean, I'm not holding my breath either, since the last few versions of it have not been successful. Like, the straight attempt to do something you, like this. What did you give That's the uh, 2017 version? I don't know. Uh, I'd probably say somewhere between a two and a half and a three. Oh, for some reason I thought you championed it more than most people. Well, just I because people it. were super low on it. I gave it yeah. two and a half I gave stars. It, I gave it gotcha. three. Okay. Like, I thought it was kind of enjoyable. It's not one I'll probably watch again for a long while, but... What did I give it? I gave it a two. two. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely... I know when I was watching that, I was definitely like, oh, I miss the old tone. It's like, I wish... I would have appreciated having a dark universe with, like, the more serious tone, because I love horror and all that stuff. But I also... I would love to see what, an like, an extended universe of this more campy version would have been like... That would have been oh, yeah. fun. I'd be down. Yeah. Of which version? Like the, the... A, a super depressing this... but hilarious Wolfman movie. <laughs> She's talking she would love like a, a an expanded universe of the, the nineteen ninety nine yeah. movie stuff. Why didn't they make any other ones at the time? Yeah, I don't know why they didn't. Like, I mean this this movie was successful. Why didn't they? What, the what all is considered in that? Was... It's like was like well, Invisible the third one Man, came out 10 is he years a part later. of that? There's that, yep. like, the I mean, they're trying creature again. from the Black Lagoon? Yep. Or is it a Blue Lagoon? Are it's those Wolfman, Dracula, Invisible Wolfman. Man, Mummy. Frank a lot Frankenstein. Of man. Frankenstein. I think it's going to yeah, be the Invisible Woman. It could have been fun, but it could have gotten really Yeah, stupid. last I heard it was, yeah, Invisible Woman. I, I forget who they cast. I know... Um, Jessica Alba. Last I remember, Scarlett Johansson was supposedly in Creature of the Black Lagoon. Interesting. I think all of the like, there's this famous Vanity Fair cover pose photo shoot where they said the dark universe when that that was supposed to be a thing. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. And Javier like, Bardem was Frankenstein, which would have been amazing. Yeah, but I think everything that was alluded to in that yeah, it's, it's dead. It's all dead. Yeah, I guess I'll just keep watching um, Penny Dreadful over. I guess <sighs> such a good show. Yeah. I feel like Blumhouse is trying to get the Invisible Man made right now. Like there, he offered to take it on. Let's jump back to the mummy. What were your favorite bits in this movie, like action or comedy wise? I think the screaming at the screaming at the <laughs> ant monsters was funny at first, but then by the third time, I was like, okay, screaming. I don't work, know guys. why, but every time it happens, I just get such a kick of when he just holds the cat up to him and he screams. Yeah, that was that such was a great. weird plot device. Like, I mean, I get it that was, it's a thing, but like. I don't know, like, we, in high school, we watched this movie jokingly, like, the teacher was always like, now, this is not accurate to mythology in many ways, but it was kind of like the end of the year where we had our final already, we just were like, we have one more day left, let's just watch The Mummy. So it's like, were cats actually supposed to be scary to people? I thought they were sacred. I think they were sacred to the living, but that because they... Interesting. I'm not sure if they were actually guardians of the underworld, but I think they guarded people from, yeah, that, that makes like, sense. denizens of the underworld. Something like that. Yeah, I always remember, like, Egyptian mythology being super interesting, but I'm so... My, my memory sucks. It's, like, basically all I remember is, like, Osiris got, like, cut up into many pieces and spread out, and that probably wasn't even Osiris, but I know someone got, like, their dick cut off and just shot off to the other end of the world and, like, other appendages, and it's, like, it's messed up. Speaking of Osiris, Oded Farrar, I think I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, he's actually, he plays uh, Osiris in Destiny 2. Just, Ooh, nice. just want to point that out. <laughs> oh, another swashbuckler, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I enjoyed that. 
Over Aren't underrated. you making us rewatch that? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Wait, and what year did that come out? What that am I is thinking? Considered of? widely one of the worst blockbuster movies of all time. Yeah, I was, I was not a fan of that one. I know. Oh, it was Mystery Men. That's the one that I was. Com- I was. Com- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mystery Men was so good. Ben, Pretty. what are your standout moments from the Mummy? <laughs> I think, like you said, the opening was great. I don't like the first interaction with uh, Evie and Rick. Yeah, like you know that. That could have been handled a lot better. Apparently, Brendan Fraser almost died in that scene. Because, like, it was during the hanging process. He actually, like, passed out and had to be uh, resuscitated. Shit. I, but I did like their relationship, like, throughout. Like, just them bonding throughout the movie. I thought that that felt like they really clicked. I like how really I liked his turn, how he suddenly, like, came around to being, like... Because at one point he made a joke about selling her for camels, and then suddenly he was like, "Okay, now I'm interested in this person more." It was like, "Oh, he's sweet now." Because yeah. he like he made um, Benny move because he was like, "That's her seat." <laughs> like, the, one of my favorite lines, and it's one of my favorites from any movie, and I just I don't know why, but it always makes me laugh. Or it's like O'Connell looks like I have all the horses. Benny yeah. looks like you're on the wrong side of the river, and that I just. But then, like five minutes, they're all on the right side of the river. Well, let's yes. face it, like, they had horses, they could ford a river, and, like, <laughs> yeah. these people are still walking. They're gonna come back to the same, they're gonna get there at the same time. <laughs> I loved the brother, jo- Jonathan. Yeah. I think it was his name. I loved a lot of his stuff, like, when, you know, when he saves, when Rick saves, Evie's like, you okay? And he's just like, I'm not sure. <laughs> just behind him is great. I do think, what's the uh, guy's John name? John Hanna, the- that was the actor's name. He's awesome. And then the guy who played Imhotep is also fantastic. Um, Arnold Boslu. Like, he's he's really, like, intimidating just by, like, body language and his face alone, which was really cool. One thing I did notice this time, it's, like, the scarabs they had, those aren't scarabs. Like, those are rhinoceros. Aren't they, like, rhinoceros? Yeah, they were. Yeah. I didn't like, think I was of it at like, the time watching it, That doesn't right. look right. And then I Googled <laughs> it, and it's like, yeah, that's a rhinoceros beetle. That's not a scarab. Cancel this movie. Cancel this movie. And also, <laughs> like, the... Um, What's the plague? The locusts? They were just grasshoppers? Like, ugh. (laughs) That didn't make sense. Why did the biblical plagues start happening? Because they do do have Egyptian history. Like, wasn't... I guess so, yeah. What's his face? I guess they're not biblical. What's that Disney movie? The King of Egypt? Is that what it was called? Yeah, I guess it is Egypt and the Jews and all that stuff, so... Yeah, we don't have have a religious-leaning person here to tell us all about this stuff. (laughs) I also appreciate, like, I... Oh, wait, locusts are the, grasshoppers. Okay, no one tweet me about that. They're the same thing. The the <laughs> pilot, I love the stuff with the pilot. Like, I mean, it was sad, but it was oh, also yes. like he, he got to go out the way he wanted. I thought, I mean, the last time I watched this movie, it just, I didn't really, like, I, I wasn't paying attention to his story, but the first time you see him, it's just like you realize he's just... He wants to die, like, you know, doing <laughs> yeah. what he loved. And it's sad, and then he gets to go out, and it's still sad, but it's also, he's he had... smiling, and... He was, like, the 20th <laughs> character they introduced, and I couldn't have given two shits about him. I loved him because, like, yeah. one of the first things, well, not one of the first things, but one of the things we see him do, he walks through the fountain, and he's like, some bloody idiot spilled his drink. Spilled his drink, <laughs> and then on the way back, he walks he through it again. He did it again, yeah. <laughs> well, I loved, I just love the, the recruitment, where it's just like is it dangerous you're probably not gonna live through it <gasps> really <laughs> oh this guy's sad <laughs> yeah i don't know but yeah that was one of my favorite lines i'm trying to think of all my favorite stuff i love the part he's always just beating up benny and like at one point he just like um brendan fraser throws a chair at him to knock him down and that just always makes me laugh so much and 
What else? Benny's such a weird character. Yeah, like, I somehow still feel bad for him. I'm assuming you don't because you didn't like the movie at all, but... It's like, like that. This was one of the first earliest times of "Would you rather" for me because it was like, "Would you rather get crushed or eaten by scarabs?" <laughs> <laughs> and I think I would rather be crushed, just in case you're curious. Yeah, the scarabs also acted two different ways. Like, yeah, did fast they slowly and slow. eat you or <laughs> fastly destroy you? I did, was, don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> when you only have one body to eat for the end of time, you eat slowly. Well, it sounds like he was like immortal right so maybe he was slowly regenerating and they ate him yeah maybe kind of like a prometheus type dealy dude that's that's extra gruesome i didn't even think of it that way i mean that is one hell of a curse oh it can also backfire spectacularly uh which they showed yeah like how they're like in the in the opening they're like burying him he's like we did this to him but if he ever gets out he'll destroy the world (laughs) (laughs) that made me laugh yeah but it's like yeah that's why they didn't want to do the curse, because it could backfire very badly. I mean, I and I can appreciate the silliness of it and them setting up, like, you know, like, but at the same time, it's just like, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I actually went, I went, I rewound as soon as, like, after that opening sequence, because I was like, did I hear that right? Did we just get royally screwed over because of these guys? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just loved how self-aware this movie was because like whenever they would do something I'm trying to think of all this stuff but I think it was maybe when she read something from the book another point like just like a gust of like screaming wind would come <laughs> through and he was just like that seems to happen a lot around here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always just love the scarabs just watching it like I know it doesn't look great now but like just when it was under the skin it was like ugh gives me shivers still. <laughs> like So gross. I loved Benny like he's the reason I didn't want to be called Benny when I was a little kid because that, <laughs> that guy was just such a shit bag but he's like a love to hate villain. I was gonna say like we call my nephew Benny and I was watching this movie it's like oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I loved his his moment with Evie where she's just like you know people like you always get what's mm-hmm. coming to him. Wait really? Always? Yeah. <laughs> oh I just love the part he had like he had a symbol for so many different religions yeah. and he was just going through saying prayers and mm-hmm. stuff towards Emotep. It's like good. little things like that I wouldn't have noticed as a kid, but seeing now it's like that's amazing. I love that moment. Well, the one I felt bad because like most of them when I was I had mine I had subtitles on, most of it was like translating, it's like, you know, speaking in Arabic, speaking in Hebrew. Yeah. The one it just said speaking gibberish and I was like, Oh, oh no. I sure hope. Do you that's remember not what Hebrew. symbol it was? I think it was the the one before Hebrew. Mm. Before the, the star. Yeah, I don't remember what all there was. There was one that I like couldn't tell what it was at all, so But it was like one of those like I feel like It was the famous gibberishian idol. <laughs> yeah, that, that religion didn't stick around. Apparently not. Emotep wasn't a fan. Mm-mm. Props to the pharaoh for creating a security system for making sure nobody bangs his mistress by painting <laughs> her every morning and making sure you could see yeah. the smudges. But like, what if she just rubbed against something? Yeah. Like, she, she didn't even try to defend careful. it. He just immediately stabbed the pharaoh. <laughs> like, <laughs> couldn't be like oh like i had an itch on my arm and i wasn't thinking i just rubbed it <laughs> but no straight to murder see you should like this movie more when we were talking about i think it was it must have been for the crowd scene i'm just going through my random trivia right now but one of the robes in a crown scene worn by an extra was actually one of alec guinness's when he played obi-wan kenobi in episode four oh that's kind of cool mm-hmm. okay. 
I don't know how. I think it was yeah. just like the Why costume rental place around? just <laughs> randomly gave it to them. You need some random set dressing for a crowd of people. You know. Set so dressing. let's take that Character famous, most famous <laughs> costumes and just, we just got one. And put on. it in an amazing movie. <laughs> Pulls a lightsaber out of his pocket. What yeah. is this? <laughs> So many good things. Apparently, like, I don't know why I say apparently. I'll say apparently because who knows if this trivia is actually true or not. But, like, one of the things they were saying, it was, this was filmed, or I don't know how much of it, but a lot of it was filmed in Marrakesh. And I guess they had to take kidnapping insurance out on the actors. And they didn't oh, tell shit. them about it till after the movie was done. But, like, wow. it was it was not the safest of locations. And they also said, like, try not to wander too far from set because there's a good chance you could get lost and who knows what would happen to you then. Maybe so. they really did have to buy Rachel Weiss back with camels. Yeah. Why not were all those camels there at the end of the movie? They probably oh, ran someone away. Had, someone had to ride them there. Yeah, What's nobody was there. Everyone flew or traveled camels? by sand. Maybe they were just chilling, you know? They had, well, you know, they had some saddles. People... Some people died the first time they were there, and maybe they just left the camels there. Okay. You or that the guy from the the guy from the Madage is that the Madage? No. The, um, why didn't the oh, dead, Why didn't the oh, professor dead, dude he just jump into the fucking sewers with everybody else? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> he had to buy him time. <laughs> yeah, plenty of time. Called? It's the. The, Brendan Fraser asked called? them like four times to get in the hole. Magi. They were called yeah, the Magi. That's what it is. You know, his gift, the gift of the Magi was to sacrifice himself. I appreciate all your laughter at that reference. Oh, I loved um, the opening library sequence where she's stuck on the ladder. It's just like, that's so dumb, but I love it. It's just so silly. And then the dominoes. Yeah. And then just, her brother. He had a great intro. <laughs> out, of the, out of the coffin, yeah. I always get so uncomfortable in these movies because they're always touching things without wearing gloves or anything. Like when they were handling the map that they found in the key, it's like, oh my god, it's just gonna, it's you're yeah. getting all your nasty germs on it. It's gonna crumble and deteriorate. Yeah. But then not... you lit it on fire anyway, so it didn't it's matter. Like, I but... feel like after they opened that first part and those dudes got sprayed with salt acid, I'd have been very cautious about everything afterwards. Yeah, I would have been very cautious. Yeah. I would have been walking through there like there's probably spears in these walls coming out to get me. I've seen booby trap movies. I know what happens. And there was a booby trap. Benny like destroyed the whole thing by pushing one lever. (laughs) Don't question it. The whole booby trap was the mummy that they released. The most effective booby trap ever. The world ending booby trap. Blue footed boobies, man. That's a such a great name for a bird. (laughs) (laughs) Like, ugh. I just want to meet the person who decided on that one. Yeah, I don't really know if I have too much more to say, but I just say I love this movie. That's all I have to say. Yeah, like, I mean, there's just not a moment in this movie where I'm not having fun. Except in the very beginning when they were having, like, the gunfight between who knows what two sides are fighting. I don't know why Brendan Fraser's character is there, but whatever. I'm going with it. Like, it always makes me so uncomfortable to just watch like horses falling in these fights because it's like i guess they just they must just jerk back on their reins really hard because whenever a horse is falling over their heads like jerked back really painfully looking it's like i yeah. was, i just hate it so much like man i'm still thinking about that game of thrones horse guys <sighs> i mean for me it's also the uh like i said the the scene the first scene with evie and rick was a little awkward but everything mm-hmm. else like i'm just i'm just smiling throughout like it's you know, uh, 
Such a great movie. <laughs> Just like accidentally killing people. Like her brother <laughs> runs, like opens the, I think he opened a door or something and knocked a guy into the flames. And this guy's just like dying in the most painful way possible, but it's a comedic <laughs> moment. It's like, oh, that's like when, awesome. Uh, he, was, he was trying to murder them two seconds before that. I know, but still. When Rick is like to fight, when he's, when he's fighting like the, the body, the, the guards, he like, Accidentally cut like catches one's head, yeah, with his backswing and then hits that head on the other. Yeah, it's just like there were some moments stupid, in the it's, 2017 it's version where Tom Cruise was fighting mummies and he would get like I think he got his arm stuck in the throat of something and it kind of reminded me of the combat in this movie. As like I appreciated when it did that, but overall <laughs> I did not enjoy that movie. Right before that one you were talking about, the mummy was trying. I don't know. It was like a stone tablet or something. He was going to crush him with. And like and Rick <laughs> took his legs out and so it fell on top of him and you just see his like little nubby legs that are so he just remaining goes, just shoot yeah, up in like the air. Dead bug. Yeah. Uh, like see yeah. You're just dead inside, Zach. What can we say? Zach had fun once. That, it was awful. That, there was some that was some good choreography where Brendan Fraser was fighting nothing, sure surely. And they filled it in. Yeah. After the fact. That's um that's true. It actually worked pretty well, I thought. So. Yeah, that but was good. Enough to give this movie two stars? No. No. <laughs> I think the only time the CGI stuff really bothered me, and it was more of a it was more of a choice and not just like poor quality, was just when the like the soul chariot comes in at the end. That kind of was like that's kind of lame, <laughs> but. Where like just the blue ghostly chariot comes in and takes um, Emotep's soul and, back. Yeah. What. But why is his soul like, like ah? But then he still is angry and has like a personality after that. It's just his. Of, well, I right? guess it, maybe it's not his soul so much as just they took his immortality. His, and his immortality is a soul of its own. Let's let's not get into the question of what a soul is. <laughs> That's fair. But yeah, I mean his. We you know what his soul is? Soul is goop. We saw that with Axuna Moon. It's just liquid goop. <laughs> I want to know how they went in and got the the book for the next movie. Because, you know, he dropped it in the water and Evie was so upset about it. She probably just spent the rest of her days digging it back out. Yeah, what is... How does this... How is there a second movie? It's a group of bad guys who... I don't remember what they're seeking, but they basically bring back Emotep to fight the Scorpion King to gain his power, the control over Anubis's armies. But, like, how'd they get his body? I think they just went back and found him. Mm. Like, they, they dug him up and then revived him. And then, if I remember correctly, Anaxuna Moon's, like, reincarnation was a player in the, the movie, too. Yeah, I'll say one thing. Well, we're just talking about how, like, they were just able to dig back, like, dig his body up. But it's like, that was the thing I had a problem with this movie. It's just these people, they're like, they have one sole purpose in this movie is to guard this land and, like, keep the curse from getting out. And, like, it so easily is got, like, they, how did this movie happen? They suck at guard duty, guys. <laughs> It's like we're gonna, we'll just yeah. we'll give you this night and you know just mosey on your way, but like no, they didn't just give him the night; they gave him a whole other day. Yeah, like, Jesus. It's like what happened? I guess that was one of the things that compu- confused me. I guess they weren't actually part of the fighting in the beginning of this movie. 
No, they were just they were watching. just watching to make sure nothing happened. But they should. But they should have just like once they got to that campsite the first night, they should have yeah. just killed everybody. And they stop when Rick has the dynamite, and it's which is so like, stupid. Okay. This treasure seeker is not going to blow himself up. But it's all, and it's also like if he does, at least you know. Yeah, you did your job. Good him. job. <laughs> like yeah, there's like you know a bunch of you somewhere else waiting to keep protecting. Maybe it, there's not. Maybe so. those are the only remaining guards. Sending the entire group. That seems ill-advised. Yeah. We've just broken the story wide open. Tell that to the Dothraki. Yeah. <laughs> and these guys didn't even have flaming swords. Any last thoughts on the mummy? Just that we can credit this movie with the creation of Harry Potter because this was the OG, he who shall not be named. <laughs> or, although I think they were grammatically incorrect in this one because they said like, he that shall not be named or something. I don't know. It was weirdly worded. I was like, it was so close to being Voldemort, but it wasn't. Imhotep is Voldemort. Case closed. Except He's still open. Because that doesn't make sense. Next week, we are flashing back again. It's time to 2009 for James Cameron's Avatar. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a movie. Lauren sounds excited. I still really appreciate. This is my pick, and I understand that's got lost in the cultural Zeitgeist. consciousness, but it was a pretty great movie that I hope still stands up. Watching it all these years later, it's been a while since I've seen it. I think I think Avatar might be one of the earliest reviews I wrote for our co-site, and mm-hmm. it was also one of the only reviews I've probably ever gotten a comment on. And it was someone just mm-hmm. nerd raging on me for not knowing the year the movie takes place because I missed that detail during the movie. Idiot. Yeah. Um, so stupid. God, How could you review it without knowing? Why do I Jesus. even still write? <laughs> so go watch that if you want to be ready for next week's episode. And then I believe we're doing a new release after that in toy story toy story 4 uh, another pixar joint so that's our upcoming slate but until then i'm zach oldenberg you can find me wherever you can find at zach oldenberg and you can find us at middleofrow.com as well as middle of row on twitter i'm ben grigsby you can find me on twitter and letterboxd at the grigsby bear and you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch Avatar. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road.